Hey guys, I'm excited today to introduce you to one of my favorite salon owners and hairstylists, Vanessa Badia. Hey. <laughs> um, her and I, we um, met before she opened her salon. I was doing some coaching with some other salon owners and um, I'm happy to say that Vanessa opened her salon successfully. However, months after she opened her salon, we all had the shutdown. And I honestly cannot even imagine what that must have been like. So Vanessa, hello, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, yay. I'm so happy that you're here. Me too. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your story, you know, how you got started in the industry and how long you've been doing hair? <clears throat> okay, so, um, geez, let's see. I've been doing hair since, I want to say 2001. Um, I started beauty school, I think, in 2000. So if I count that, uh, a long time. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I always knew I wanted to do hair since I was like a teenager. Yeah. Um, me and my mom kind of have this like longstanding joke because I was always in trouble and I was always grounded. So uh, back then we didn't have cell phones to take selfies on, but my mom had a camera with a remote control. So I used to do my hair and take pictures because I was locked in my room oh my God, all I the love time. It. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like a lot of us in the industry are kind of like... We, we have our own beat that we go from, you totally. know, like we're just a little, a little creative. And so we don't just go with like the regular norm, I guess. So, um, okay. So, uh, so when you became an owner, did you always want to become an owner of a salon or actually no, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, the, really, when I started doing hair, I always I knew I always wanted to do hair. I knew I always wanted to do color. I knew I wanted to do high end things um but owning a salon was definitely not in my like dream book um okay. really i would say a year before we opened the salon maybe two years before we opened the salon i kind of started to toy with the idea here and there mm -hmm. um and then a year before i actually have it written down it was october 2018 and i had like wrote down my vision um you know, saying what I, I wanted to own a salon, what I wanted it to look like, how I wanted it to, you know, to go. Mm -hmm. And um, that was 2018. And then uh, October 2018 and November 2019, we opened our doors. Oh. Um, but it, I would say probably, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like someone who, once I get an idea, I just do it. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't like this thing all these years I've been wanting to open a salon. It just... Once God kind of like put it in my heart, it was like, all right, let's go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, um, I worked at a salon. I was young and I worked at a salon with all older people mm -hmm. and the music they listened to, I couldn't, couldn't take it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm opening my own salon so I can listen to my own music. I always tell that story. So that was like my driving force, which is kind of weird because then once I opened, I couldn't listen to any of the music I wanted to because right. you had to consider everybody right. else. Right. So, um, so sometimes I feel like we open because, you know, we're lacking something and we want to you know, create that for ourselves. So what is the like ecosystem of your salon? Do you do rental commission? Like um, how do you guys do We are that? mostly commission now. Uh -huh. We started off as all rental, okay. um, <clears throat> which was kind of our game plan was to be all rental. Okay. And then just to like, you know, cover the overhead and then slowly, you know, implement commission stylists. Um, right now we have three renters and we have eight, I think we have eight stylists, uh, two assistants, and um, no, no, I'm sorry. 
We have three renters, chair renters, and I have two rooms. So I have an okay. esthetician and a um, lash technician. Uh-huh. And then... Um, they rent their rooms. They rent their okay, rooms. Okay, yeah, perfect. And then uh, we have about eight, nine employees, which um, is definitely uh, rewarding yet challenging. Uh-huh. I, I, I like... Um, Wanting to open a salon, you know, there was a lot of things that I wanted to do. Like you said, you know, you get to a place where it's kind of like, what do I do next? And where I was working, I was a renter and I was kind of like, you know, I have these ideas, things that I want to do that I can't do because it's not my, you know, my own place. And I want to be able to, um, well, I would say rewind to when I first started doing hair, Mm -hmm. I was a, um, a single mom. I had two little babies. I had a, a... Gosh, I had a six-year-old and like a newborn. Okay. And um, that's when you first started. When I first started, okay. and uh, you know, it was just me and the kids, yeah. and um, you know, a lot of struggle. But um, the place that I worked at, the owner there, she really, um, you know, she really took a liking to me. She really inspired me because she saw something in me that I think I didn't see yet. You know, so um, love those kind of owners. Right, I had one too. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, really helped me. Like, I mean, I had lots of times where I didn't have a babysitter. Mm. I didn't, you know, like things. You know, life is like falling apart, and I still got to go to work. And you know, if you ask my kids or anybody who you know worked at that salon with me, my kids were like salon babies. You know, the salon was big enough to where like if I needed to, you know, they could be there. Yeah. um, it wasn't like a habit, but like it was, um, you know, we're here to support you, you know, yeah. while you're supporting us in our business, you know, and I really want to be able to, um, do that for the next generation coming up because, you know, a lot of us might not be a single mom, but you know, just, uh, whatever your situation is being able to, um, pull things out of people that, you know, I see in them that they mm-hmm. may not see in themselves yet yeah. and show them, you know, how to get there, show them, um, you know, like, Hey, watch out for that speed bump. Watch out for that speed bump. Cause yeah. I, you know, I went over that three times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, no, it's yeah. so true. It's very rewarding yeah. doing that for people, especially when you had it done with you. So you're kind right. of paying it forward a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a partner at the same time. I have a partner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You two work. You guys work well together, so like you each bring different things to the table. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. We, yeah. Um, it's me and my husband, and her and her husband. Oh, okay. Um, cool. And you know, we we all kind of like we're like four parts of a big brain, <laughs> you know. Yes, so it's for like sure. what what I don't have, she has. What she doesn't have, her husband has. What her Love husband it. doesn't have, my husband has. And you know, we yeah. all kind of like bring it together. Um, so I definitely, you know, it has its pros and cons. Yeah. But I think. More than anything, it teaches you to be humble and work with people. Yeah, it teaches you patience exactly. and yeah, all that and, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, really, at the end of the day, would it be easier to do it by myself? Maybe in some aspects because I can just be like, I'm doing it this way. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that I don't know that, you know, when you can pull on, you yeah. know, someone else. Yeah, for sure. I've always, you know, recently I kind of think it would be cool to have a partner because I haven't. And for that very reason, it's, you know, I learned a lot of things like the hard way. Right. Because I didn't have that other ear, right. you know, or, you know, telling me like, oh, you should do this. Um, so do you think, are you going to like get rid of renters or do you think you're just going <clears> to? <throat> no, no. We're going to always uh, have both. 
Okay. We'll probably always have a little bit of both. I mean, uh-huh. we want to definitely uh, grow our team, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I mean, I'm not kicking anybody out. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah Cause um, I had always um, commission and mm-hmm. renters and then the commission people would build up to be a renter. And that's kind of how I filled my chairs. Right. Um, but when we opened for the pandemic, I made like everybody go on rental. Mm. So for the first time in my entire career of 28 years of owning, I have no commission people. Right. But the problem with that is the reason I know now why I always had commission was because we have a ton of walk-ins. Right. So I'm turning like two to four people away a day. Oh yeah. And it's like, I have to just like let go of it. Right. You know, because really it's there's nothing. You know, yeah. it's very yeah. different situation when you have all renters as opposed to like yeah employees. I think they... Well, you kinda, it makes it easier as the owner because mm-hmm. you're not really, you know, you're just providing a place. It's so much easier. Yeah. Like, but, but I, but you know, I feel like in a lot of situations you kind of have to do commission, especially like, you know, if you want to, obviously you want to make money, right, you know? Right. So if you have like so much square footage, yeah, you need absolutely. to like, you need to make sure that you're like, you know, making as much as you can absolutely. within that. So let's talk a little bit about your career because I'm in total awe and you and I have had a conversation about this before because of, you know, you shared with me how much income you make a month, mm-hmm. which you're happy, you can share that if you'd like. And then, um, and then also like, you know, what your schedule's like and you work with the system or with, with an assistant. Do you work with just one? Just one. Yes. Just one assistant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But you have two chairs that you use in the salon. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like two or three or whatever. (laughs) So like, okay. So how many days a week are you there? And like, Um, tell me a little bit. Three. Well, I will say I take clients Wednesday through Friday and every other Saturday. Wednesday through Friday. Friday. Okay. So Wednesday through Saturday. Perfect. Um, Some days I come in on my days off, but there's a lot to do on the business end. You know, so uh I always say I take clients (laughs) on those days because those days that I'm taking clients, I definitely cannot. Yeah. Um, do all the other things that, you know, mm-hmm. I need to do. I mean, there's so much. Um, I know. There, well, there's so much. It is rewarding, though, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's amazing, but yeah. yes, there's a ton and of And I stuff. usually work, like, um, uh, maybe, like, 10 to 7, uh, you know, longer days, and I'm, I'm, like, back to back to back, and I do work with an assistant. Um, and so I, like, anybody who I hire on, you know, I, full disclaimer, very high pace. This is, you know the way I work, do things, let them know ahead of time, you know, and, um, my last assistant, when I interviewed with her, she was like, well, I just don't want to be, you know, stuck behind the front desk or doing, you know, that kind of work. Cause you know, a lot of the time it places, if they're not busy, they end up, you know, cause they're paying. So they want them to be busy. And I said, Oh no, believe me, you're going to, we're busy, (laughs) you know? And so, um, I'm, I, I mean, I'm booked out probably like six, you know, six weeks out, um, my I, I've condensed my days into lesser days and every other Saturday. Um, but you know, I try to take as many clients as I can. You okay. know, that's just how we Yeah. You know, so how what time we work. like do you start early? What time? Like what's it what do you start usually during the day and then uh, usually out? like ten, maybe okay. eleven because I'll usually okay. be there later. Okay, so you work later. Yeah. Okay. Because before I'd start at nine and then some days I wouldn't leave till nine and my Okay. My hips don't play no more. Well, thank you know, God for an old. assistant, though. I'm thinking, yeah. I honestly, I do feel like I can use an assistant um, and a commission person because of the amount of people we are turning down. So if the right person came along, you know, I would totally do something like that. So do you specialize in anything? like Color. Color. Okay. Yeah. So your partner at the salon, she does... She's extensions. She does special. all she extensions. She does color and extensions. Okay. 
Um, I do color and extensions to... Um, so what type of color? Like any specific or... Everything. Okay, so, you know. so you're not just doing balayages all day or like... Uh, no, I mean, I do balayage, I do baby lights, I do, you know, reds, I do, you know, funky colors, whatever. Uh -huh. I, I, I would just say I do... I, love I say Sorry. my style is beautiful hair. Yeah. I like to do um, what, like, if you walk into a room, people see you, uh -huh. and then they go, oh, did you get a tan? Oh, did you lose some weight? Uh, okay. Whatever. Not like, whoa, look at your hair. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's very subtle looks, yeah. but something that very much complements your skin, your mm -hmm. eyes, your lifestyle, you know, um, yeah. all that kind of, you know, Yeah, stuff. that's awesome. Love it. Um, okay, so... The pandemic, I want to talk a little bit about that. You know, that was really tough for a lot of us. So you yeah. were open. So you opened in November. We closed in March. So November, December, January. Four months. Four months. Mm -hmm. And then they shut you down. And did you open pretty full? Like all your stations were? We were full. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we were, I think, nine stations. We opened with nine stations. And, and, everybody, and everybody was there. Was you were there, ready yeah. to go. Because, yeah, I love uh, watching your stuff on Instagram. Do you do it yourself or do you have a... No, we Someone do it. Me you? and Monica, we do you it. You guys yeah. both do it. Mm -hmm. Great job. Thank you. Like, honestly, if I didn't have a hairstylist and I was following you on there, like, you, what you do on Instagram makes me want to come to your salon. Oh, thank you. I love it. Yeah. It's inspiring. You know, I uh, do my own myself and I, I mean, I have some stuff, but not, you know, I need to get a little more into it. I would like to hire a manager though. I think that would be super helpful. But, um, so yeah, tell us like, um, you know, how did you get through that? Did you work something out with your landlord? You know, were they charging um, you? Or so back? for rent, it was basically, uh, they were just deferring our rent. So okay. they worked with us in a sense of we didn't have to pay them every month, okay. but we ended up having to pay them, you know, after, after, yeah. okay. um, but, uh, I mean, it was pretty scary at, you know, at first, I mean, especially, you know, first it was three weeks. Yeah. It's like, all right, okay, we can do this. We got yeah. three weeks, not a big deal, you know, yes. whatever. And then, you know, I'm sure everyone, everyone knows. I mean, I'd be sitting there watching TV and then it's like, um, they pushed it out again. Yeah. Then they pushed it out again. And, you know, then I started to kind of like lose my cool. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, uh, it, it was really hard, um, just the unknown and mm -hmm. not just the unknown for my yeah. company, but the unknown just in general. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, extroverted type person. Okay. I need people, you know, I need okay. to be around people. I like yeah. working with people. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, that's what I do. And, um, you know, I'm trapped in my house and, you know, yeah. I got my, my two teenagers who, you know, yeah. They're kind of like, don't want to even come out the room. My husband's like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to him yeah. because he works from home and he loves it. <laughs> All right. And I'm just like, this is so different for me. Yeah. And um, I mean, I really, I, I would say um, I very much thrive in uh, in panic, I guess, or in... Okay, got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know so you're I mean? kind of, you, you're not, you're not squeamish when it comes to chaos or troubleshooting. I, 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 like, I, I so you figure not, it out. I will not sit there and cry and wait for something to happen. Right. I get things done. You're like, okay, you how, know, what, what do, do we have to do? So yeah. first thing, it was like, okay, we started making, you know, videos um, on... Yes. So what we did was we made an online store. So it's okay. like, okay, we can't cool. do hair right now, so we have to sell hair products. Yes. So we created an online store. Then we started making videos of um, how to use the products. And uh, 
you know, put it on our social media yeah. and then we would put the link and then we would do specials. And, you know, a lot of people were so like gracious and generous and bought products because they wanted to help us yeah. anyway. But, um, it kind of kept your people engaged too. Right, with like, right. Hey, we're still here. It, exactly. We're not going anywhere. Exactly. You know? So that was genius. And I used to work for Unite as an educator oh. and, um, that was something that I really learned from Unite because I was a educator. Yeah. What do you do? You go into salons and you teach them how to use a product yeah. because it's basically useless to me and it doesn't it doesn't stand out from anything else if I don't know how to use it. Yeah. You know the correct way. Mm-hmm. And um, so that so yeah. And sometimes when you're working, maybe you wouldn't have that time to teach them. Right. You know. And so like we really just and then like a lot of the girls, you know. Um, got involved, you know, some were doing them from their house. We would go into the salon and do it. And, you know, some girls would go in on this day and some girls would go in on this day. And, you know, yeah. we would just, um, you know, make them. Sometimes I would do it at my house. Sometimes I would do it on a doll head. Sometimes I would do it on my daughter, you yeah. know, whoever. I mean, at that point I was like, I don't care if it looks dumb on a doll head or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. At this point we're just doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, no, I, it I really did help. I mean, we made, we, we, we sold a lot of products. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice that Unite did that for sure. Um, I, how did you find out? Cause I was at work the day before it was a Monday and I answered the phone and it was an answering machine that said by midnight, you have to close your doors. Really? And I was like, what the heck? And, and you know, because I answered the phone, yeah. I couldn't act like I didn't get the memo, yeah. but that's how I found out that I had to close my, my salon at midnight. It was like literally on a Monday, picked up the phone, hello, and it was this recording. I never saying, got any kind of recording or anything. Yeah. I just, so how did you I find out? On the news, you oh, okay. know, on TV. And so and... nobody like really said to you like, hey, we need, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, okay. No, we actually, um, probably a couple months into it, we're like, look, I don't, look, I mean, I'll just say like this. <laughs> People can have their opinions and think what they want to think and believe what they want to believe. But look, at the end of the day, until you're in my shoes and you're paying my bills and looking yeah. at my, you know, income that's not coming in and the burden you have on your back when you have other people who can't work, you mm-hmm. know, like we started taking clients yeah. and we put boards up on the windows. You couldn't see in. We took people through the back door and it was everyone's choice to come in, you know, and we took one person at a time. So it would be like me in the salon with my client and then days that someone else would come in and do yeah. their clients. Uh, but you know, we had to get things done. Yeah, because some people were just doing stuff from home, and I yeah, think, and I'm like, I think I'm a not lot of stylists. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like worse. And I think some stylists are still doing that because I feel like since we've reopened, there's not like a ton of people like moving around. Or maybe you can tell me about that because I'm like, I want to. I have some chairs I want to rent right, out, right. so I probably just I'm going to do some ads. You know, we just went through a full remodel, and I, I need to get some more people in there. I have like five stations that I can rent out of yeah, sixteen, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I need to get going on that. So do you have any like big game changers um, in your career, like um, good or bad that you like, um, you know, that, that were, I, I guess like, were like, what were some of the big game changers for you in your career um, as an owner or a stylist? Like, do you have anything that you can think hmm. of? Um, good or bad, like something, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Or like, wow, that really worked out better than I thought. Well, I mean, I will say lots of little things as far as like behind the chair that you learn um, as time progresses Mm -hmm. as far as like, okay, uh, consultation, you know, your consultation needs to be tight, you know, and these days, especially with um, everyone wants to be freaking blonde and everyone wants to, you know, go from this to this and really explaining like my ability is 
what you give me. Mm -hmm. I am not a magician. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many years I've been doing hair. If you have black on black on black in your hair, you will not be blonde. Okay. And I am perfectly fine with letting them know, you cannot have this today, but okay. this is what you can have. You know, not shutting anyone down and telling them yeah. no completely, but giving them an option, you know. Um, I think a game changer is uh, really trying to uh, be, what is the word, like empathetic with the, the guest and mm -hmm. trying to get into their shoes and understand where they're coming from because um, it can be very intimidating coming into a salon um, where everyone's, you know, hair looks gray, you know, True. very trendy, yeah. everyone's got tattoos and whatever, yeah. and, and I'm coming in and I don't even know how to do my hair, yeah. you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, it can be intimidating, it can be, um, you know, I try to make sure they're comfortable, yeah. explain everything that I'm doing, uh -huh. why I'm doing it, try to be understanding, um, you know, give the, ask them if they have any questions, ask them a lot of questions, mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, try to be playful and try to be like... Um, you know, give them a good time. Yeah. Like, you know, not just have them sit there and, you know, I had an experience um, back in December where me and my husband, we had went to Puerto Rico and um, I had my extensions in my hair and one day we were out there and I'm like, you know what, I'm over this. Turn out. <laughs> and I, I told my husband, I'm going to salon, I'm going to get my hair cut. And he's like, are you for real? I'm like, yes. So I'm calling around, I'm looking for a salon. So I go into a place and I, you know, wanted my hair cut. So I make an appointment, I go in, and you know, my famous last words are, how hard is it really? <laughs> and so I go in, and you know, the girl didn't cut my, the girl cut my hair, uh, she didn't speak very good English, which is, you know, fine, um, but. Did you show her a picture? I mean, I just said cut it up to here, and okay. cut this much off, you know. Uh, I, I mean, I really just wanted like a bob. Okay. Uh, but my experience was very quiet. You know, she cut the hair. Um, she didn't tell me what she was using. She didn't mm. show me any products. Okay. She didn't explain what was going on. And, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah. okay, because I know what's going on because I do hair. Mm -hmm. But as a guest, yeah. you know, you can feel really lost. Mm -hmm. And that was just kind of like an eye-opener for me. Okay. You know, being on the other end in the chair. Yes. Because, you know, as a... Uh, a salon owner or a hairdresser, like, I don't go to a place to be a guest. I'm like, you got five minutes to slap this on me real quick yeah. because I don't have no time, you don't have no time, you know, whatever. Yeah. But to actually go in and do the whole thing and be a stranger, it's not like I, I went somewhere and I knew the person or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. So it really put me in the, the shoes of the guest. Yeah, and, no, that's awesome. You know, just that, I think, you know, really um, trying to get on their level because sometimes mm -hmm. I think it feels... It can feel a little annoying when they're asking a lot of questions. Yeah. But it's like, why do you have to be so defensive? Mm -hmm. They don't know. They don't do hair. It's yeah. not It's not a common sense, obvious thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so when people are asking questions, it is our job to let them explain, the, explain to them what you're doing or yeah. why you're doing it. And, um, you know, like just kind of like make them be a part of what's going on so they don't really feel lost. Yeah. They probably yeah. don't know what you're doing, but they feel better knowing. For sure. For you know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> they, they know that you really care about how their hair is going to turn out. Yeah. I used to get my hair cut at other salons all the time. I and I would do that, yeah. you know, just to go check out and get, get the experience. Um, and I know what you're saying about like having to put yourself in check to not make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Cause just the other day, literally I had some woman come in. I'd never, never done her hair before. And her hair was super, super curly. I mean, we're talking like 
like like super curly mm-hmm. and tight and like um and so she had it up in a ponytail and so um she really needed like a Brazilian blowout right, right. so the picture she showed me was a a line a mm-hmm. very high stacked right. a line and um her ponytail was probably like I mean four inch by four inch I mean it was mm-hmm. that thick and when I took it out so my first initial like uh response like was going to be like uh <laughs> I can't give you this haircut. You yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. need to get a blowout. Like, <laughs> and I started just like, was like, oh my God, I cannot believe you're, you're, you know, you're asking me for this. And then I was like, wait a minute, you need to slow your roll. Right. And you're going to offend her. Right. This is, she has no idea. Right. And that this she's is asking hair. me for something that's <laughs> yeah. like almost impossible. Right. But I was like, I cut curly hair. So I'm like, okay, I know I could do it. Yeah. Right. So it literally took me 90 minutes to cut her hair. So I, Washed her hair. Um, she washes her hair once a week, so mm. scrubbed it down a couple times. And then I took her back to my chair, cut the line into it. And the reason why I agreed to cut it was because I did look at her body language and her face. And I think it's super important for stylists to pay attention to how their words are affecting mm-hmm. the client. You know, So that's Absolutely. a good way to keep retaining them as well, um, have a better retention rate. And so when I took her back to my chair, I cut the line in, I cut it to the hairline, and then I really brought the sides back. So now she had it. Then I had to blow it out. Then I had to completely flat iron it so that I could cut it. Mm-mm-mm. So, I mean, it was, I nailed it. Like, it right. was awesome. And I was like, it, she just didn't even look like the same person. The haircut was great. But, you know, still the stack in the back had to have been like three inches, you know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, oh man, that was a, that was a, definitely, that was a tough one, but. I did it for her because I didn't want her to feel offended by saying, I, right. can't, I can't do this. You need to make another appointment for a blowout. But right. I did tell her, you need to blow out. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so I would love to see her hair curly because I bet when it's curly, there's no, oh, way, she, there's no way she was going to get it like I got it. Right. Because she wouldn't be able to get a flat iron to it. But it actually looked really cute. So, I mean, I understand. Like, we, we do have to put ourselves in other people's shoes. So, so yeah. So I, I feel like getting to know ourselves better on how we want to make other people feel Absolutely. makes us so much better. And asking better. yourself, like, why, why does this bother me? Why am I, do I, if I feel annoyed by a guest asking mm-hmm. a question, does it feel like they're challenging me? Does mm-hmm. it feel like, is, am I insecure? You know, mm-hmm. why is it when at the end of the day, like I always tell my, my stylist, they don't know. That's why they came to you, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, sometimes, we can't just assume. Right. And sometimes it's like, you know, some, sometimes it is hard to, to let someone like grasp, like, I cannot get this color today. But you know, one thing I used to say is I'll get you as light as possible today. Yeah. But then I learned light as possible in my head and light as possible in their head are two different things. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I always tell my girls now, don't say that. Mm-hmm. You know, what we want to say is show them pictures, show them visuals, yeah. show yeah. them a picture and say, this is probably as light as we're going to get today. Mm-hmm. And you know, that might be a level six. Yeah. And you, you know, and in yeah. their mind, a light as possible is like you're blonde. Yeah. And in, <laughs> in my head, that's not the same thing. So exactly. then they're upset. Yeah. And then they think that I can't execute it and I don't know what I'm doing, but I actually really do know what I'm doing, but I'm mm-hmm. not relaying it the way, yeah. you know, so I think communication is huge mm-hmm. and making sure that, you know, the guest is feeling comfortable and at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So as an owner, um, can you tell, I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but can you kind of tell if someone's going to make it or not? Like, are there some things that you can see? Like some stylists, I feel like I can see and I give them advice and I can tell that they're going to struggle. 
for, for their whole career because they're just not like, you know, doing the, the right things, I, I guess for a lack of a better word, but like, so can you tell if a stylist is going to make it or not or struggle? Like, are there um, some things that you think are you game know, changers for them? I don't, I don't think I've, I've seen anyone thus far where mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, they're not going to make it. Yeah. Um, I, I really like believe in people and believe that, you know, if you get the right skill set mm-hmm. and learn and it, as long as you're open, yeah. you, you'll grow and you'll, you know, change because mm-hmm. like I, um, so if they're not open, it's just not going to happen. Right. Cause I mean, they do need to be open. Absolutely. If they're not open, then I would be like, I mean, yeah. they just have to be, I had you somebody that worked be. for me for like five years and maybe even six or seven. I don't even know how long she was there and she was still just never really open and then ended up leaving. She was all mad, but it was like, I was as honest as I could, you know, right. but she wasn't open. No, I think that, you know, if you're not open to learning, to growing, if you're always, I, w- I will say, if you're always, <laughs> um, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that always turns me off. I had one person I hired. Yeah. Um, she lasted about a week mm-hmm. and uh, everything was, I know, I know, I know. And I'm like, you don't know. That's why you're. Was she your assistant? Yeah. Oh, like, God. that's why you're here. Right. But, um. You know, and, 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 you know, no hard feelings, whatever. But like, I, uh, I believe that, you know, if, if I were to look at someone, I, you know, I would never want to write them off right then and there. I, yeah. you know, want to work with people yeah. and see, you know, and, you know, sometimes it just takes a little longer maturity depending on how young they are, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Because like, like I said, when I started, I, I was pretty rough yeah. around the edges. Me too. I know exactly how I was, and I can't believe that my boss put up with me. Right, right. And I think sometimes I did bring my daughter to work with me. Yeah. For sure. So I'm like, oh, Lord. And that makes us a little bit more compassionate as an owner. Absolutely. Which is super important. So, um, okay. So, like, at the end of our little chats, I always like to ask some personal things. So, like, if you can go on um, a vacation and money was no object, like, is there... where? Where's your dream vacation or have you already gone on it? Like, where would you go? Um, I would say probably Santorini. Mm. Um, I'm a total like island, tropical beach vacation person. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't mind go like, you know, seeing things. But like, if you ask my husband, every vacation needs to be by the ocean. Okay. That's my, you know, that's my, uh, all the best beaches, the best, like we're, um, we went to Puerto Rico in December. That was amazing. Uh, we're going to Cancun in August. Mm-hmm. And um, nice. But Santorini, know, that's your. Yeah, Santorini's definitely, you know. Mm. Yeah, I have some friends that went. I almost went with them, but they weren't going for long enough. Um, so there's a place that you can go to in Santorini that you can take a picture with this dress on and it flows in the wind. So when you oh, go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to take, you got to do that too. Um, okay. So like when you're not at work, um, and you're decompressing, like what are your favorite things that you like to do outside of the salon? What mm-hmm. lights you up? Any, any things, any hobbies? Well, I or... always say that shopping is my love language. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. What kind of shopping? Uh, I love buying clothes. Okay. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, I love it. Uh, like on my days off, like after I leave here, I'm going with my aunt shopping because she needs help buying She's going to a wedding, and I'm like, uh-huh. I will help you. Yeah, but like, I, I mean, nice. I love taking my girls, my daughters out with me. I'll be like, you want to go shopping? They're like, I don't have money, and I'm like, well, if I'm asking you, I'm paying. Like, you yeah. know, I just um, oh, nice. I, well, that's I, I nice. mean, that's just fun for me. Yeah, you know, I like buying clothes. I like you know, going shopping, have a couple drinks, go eat lunch, go you know, make a day, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's definitely my uh, 
what Love I it. like to do. I work, I work a lot. You work, work super hard. hard. So, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the good thing about our business is we can look cute. We can dress however we want. Right. So you get to do whatever you want. Exactly. So that's so awesome. So what about, um, any advice that you would tell your younger self, like Oof. today, <laughs> if you were today, like, you know, what would be that one piece of advice? Uh, let's see. One piece of advice I would tell my younger self. I'd probably say, you know, just keep trusting God and it gets easier. You know, nice. nothing is, nothing is as bad as it seems and everything is temporary. Yeah. You know, my, um, I would say when we opened the salon, mm-hmm. <clears throat> opening the salon, doing a complete remodel, not knowing what the hell I'm doing to begin with <laughs> was already hard enough. Yeah. And then on top of that, I would say my personal life probably was one of the hardest times that we had gone through um, all at the same time. And it was a rough, I mean, I always tell people, when we have this one, I think I quit like 15 times in my head, okay. you know? But my my um, my motto is just keep moving forward. Yeah. There's nothing left for me behind me. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I actually would like to go back to, mm-hmm. you know? So even though it seems scary and I feel like, you know, this is too much. It's just a feeling. Everything's temporary. And, that. you know, I, I, I do believe, you know, my relationship with God has a, a, a big play in it because I do believe that our best days are always in front of us. They're not yeah. behind us. I love it. Now that's so awesome. So what is your, so the name of your salon is? Crush Salon. Crush Salon. Yeah, our salons are like cities apart and we live in the same town. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. No, but I was yeah. going to. Yeah. yeah. So we live close by. Our salons are close. I love it. So Crush Salon. And then, um, yeah. So, you know, the, the listeners can check out your salon on Instagram and see what a great job you're doing on yep. there. Crush Salon. I months. love it. I love it. So, okay. Well, you know, it was a pleasure um, talking with you today and getting to know you a little bit better. Yeah. Thanks you for know? having me. Um, so, yeah. Have fun shopping today. I will. <laughs> and to all you listeners out there, um, hopefully this was inspiring. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Ciao.